Welcome to Defeat PPD, where we empower women to overcome anxiety and depression and motherhood without medication. I'm Arielle Wozniak, and I'm a maternal mental wellness coach, and I will be leading you through this journey. All right. Welcome to episode number 43. As always, this is your host, Arielle Wozniak. And today's episode, I'm titling Birthing Pains or Birth Pains. Um, And it's going to be a little bit different, I think, than most of podcasts in the past. Um, So if you listen to the last episode, um, I kind of talked about the coronavirus and some tips to kind of managing anxiety through this experience. But today I feel like there's another message that I have to share that's kind of um, in line with what we see happening in the world today. And honestly, this is not a message that I would have ever planned to share Um, And it's a message that I've received in multiple different ways from different people and have kind of had to piece together to see what it was that God wanted me to say and what it was that I needed to deliver in in this time. And so I've been getting this message kind of downloaded to me through, I'd say, the past almost week or so. And again, it was something that I really didn't plan to share and kind of took some notes and just figured I'd keep it to myself, but that is not God's plan. So here I am. But anyway, um, if you take a look around our world today, we just have a lot of chaos that's happening in the world. Um, If you were to, to do a quick Google search, as I have, Um, you could get some information about like current events. Uh, Let's take famine, for example. It has constantly been on the increase year over year throughout throughout our history, really. More and more people, a larger percentage of our world is malnourished without food or water and basic necessities. And it's crazy that you would think that in it, in all the progress that we've made, that a, a smaller percentage of our society would be facing famine. But it's actually a larger percentage. And you can quickly Google that. You can go to WHO, um, World Health Organization. I think that's what their actual name is. And you could see that it's increased year after year. Um, another kind of event that you might want to look at is earthquakes. Uh, A quick, again, Google search, just type in recent earthquakes. I can see that from the 20th, I'm sorry, the 18th of March to the 22nd of March, here are the earthquakes that we have tracked. We have tracked one in Croatia, one in West Valley City, Utah, one in Mexico, one in Indian Hills, Nevada, one in China, one in, I think this pronounced Fortuna, California, one in Magna, Utah, one in Indonesia, 
one in Magna, Utah, another in Magna, Utah, another in Magna, Utah, all within this period of just a, a number of days. So from the 18th to the 22nd, what was that? I believe last week, right? Maybe. Yeah. So the 18th was Wednesday to the 22nd, which was Sunday. So that's not even a full week. And we've tracked all of those earthquakes. And of course, the elephant in the room is coronavirus or COVID-19 or whatever name you'd like it to go by. That's something that's impacting the entire world. Um, Again, if you were to do a, a research or a quick search on COVID-19 deaths, you could see live the number of cases and the number of deaths. Um, And this is provided by worldometers.info. It says the number of cases is 378,560. The number of deaths is 16,495. And the percent that they've currently broken it down to is that most of the population gets a mild condition, but there is a a percentage about 5% right now that gets serious or critical condition, which is fairly large percentage of people because the amount of people that's impacted, you can do the math there. That's a little over 12,000 people. So, there's just a lot going on in our world right now. And we're all sitting in this this phase of just unknown, this phase of fear, just putting our lives on pause. I was actually speaking with someone earlier today who is looking to make a a bit of a career change or obtain a new position and was pretty far in like the interview process for um, a position that they were extremely interested in. And now that position is being put on hold because of COVID-19. And if you were to go on to, I would say LinkedIn is probably the site where you could see the most people really being impacted financially and losing jobs. You would see that there are hundreds of people just in the ones that I'm connected to um, that have been impacted in one way or another by the coronavirus or COVID-19 and have lost their jobs, have had a, a significant decrease in the amount of hours they can work. Um, just all of this craziness. So our world is mass chaos right now. We are going through a lot in this present moment. And in all of this, we have an opportunity to dig into our relationship with Christ. We have an opportunity to move further away and move towards this life of fear. And we've got to choose one or the other. And so myself, I've been just spending more time in his presence and reading the word and trying to make sure that what I'm putting in front of my eyes is actually going to be beneficial to me. And the things that I'm doing are going to bring life to me and not death. One of the things that I talked about in uh, the last episode was just the power of your speech and the things that you say. They have power your speech has power to bring life or to bring death. And so really your point of view is shaped by everything that you put in front of your eyes and that impacts the way that you will speak. And so I've been doing my best and you'll hear my children in the background, just that's okay. 
Um, but I've been doing my best to personally try to minimize the amount of nonsense that's in front of my eyes. And if you spend a great deal of time on social media, then I assure you, you are getting plenty of nonsense in front of your eyes. And so I would encourage you to, to take a step back and pick up a book instead. The Bible specifically would be great, but picking up a book is just going to get you to a much better place than scrolling through social media. Trust me, I've been there. And so in that, um, a scripture that I've come across, or really I want to walk you through two different scriptures today, but um, I'll start with, I guess I'll start with the the New Testament um, and then move over to the Old Testament. I feel like there's a lot to be learned. Um, does that make sense? A lot to learn um, or a lot that you can take from both of these groups of scripture. And I hope that after listening to this podcast that you'll write down these scriptures and you'll do your own research and ask God to reveal to you what he's trying to speak to you in this moment and what you need to do, what your action step is, what you take away from this, because it might be something different than what I took away from it. So the first scripture I want to read to you is Matthew 24. Um, this is three verses three, eight, I'm sorry, verses three through eight. Um, and I'll be reading out of the new King James version. And then I'll also read um, NLT. But it says, now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us when these things, tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming in the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet, for nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. And I had to actually look up pestilence because when I hear the word pestilence, I think of the root word pest, which is like a, a bug or whatever. Um, and so my natural thought is thinking of some sort of like swarm of bugs or something of that nature. But pestilence actually means a fatal epidemic disease. For example, COVID-19. So in this, this scripture here, Jesus is telling us that there will be famines, which I, I just spoke about at the beginning, all of this, this famine that we're experiencing in the world. There will be pestilences and earthquakes in various places. These are all things that are required to happen. Jesus says, and this is again in the New King James Version, See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. And I want to read it out of NLT just to allow you to hear it from a, a different kind of speech, I guess it would be. Um, again, so this is Matthew 24, 3 through 8. And it says, Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives. 
his disciples came to him privately and said, tell us when will all this happen? What sign will signal your return and the end of the world? Jesus told them, don't let anyone mislead you. For many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah. They will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world. But all this is only the first of birth pains with more to come. So in all of this, I think what I got from God leading me to this scripture is that we need to be on alert. We need to be prepared and we need to know that these things are coming. This is just the first of many birth pains. And if you've gone through the process of going into labor, you know that that first birth pain is not the absolute strongest. So these first things that we've encountered, some of these earthquakes, which have been happening for many years, the famine, um, this one major pestilence, this is not even the worst to come. And I don't say that to scare anyone, but I say that so that we are prepared and we know that he's already said in so many ways not to be anxious, not to be worried, um, that we will have trouble. We will encounter these things. These must come to pass. He says, don't panic. He's giving us a warning ahead of time as his followers that this is what is to come. So he needs us to know this so that when these things happen, we don't go into panic mode. We're not the ones at the store buying up absolutely everything to now go into this hoarding mode and not ever leave our house again. We should know that this is the beginning of birth pains. This is not the end. And so that leads us to this question of, well, what do we do? And I want to encourage you that really the first thing that you should do personally is go to God and ask him what he wants you to learn in this moment, what he needs you to do. And if you're struggling with that, um, I think that we're, we're given some instruction here in Second Chronicles uh, 7, 13 through 14. Um, and this is not to say that you don't read the scripture before praying. I just encourage you to get your word from God, like allow him to make it personal to you. And that can come through reading the Bible as well. Um, but just make sure you're spending that time alone with him so that he can speak to you. He can give you the information that he has. Um, and one part of scripture, which I can't think of the verse right now, but talking about wisdom, it says that you should pray for wisdom, ask for wisdom, and he will give it to you. So again, Second Chronicles 7, uh, 13 through 14 says, when I shut up heaven and there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among my people, if my people 
who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and give and forgive their sin and heal their land. So what we need to focus on in this moment is our heart posture and the way that we have been treating our holy God as unholy. The things that we have been putting in front of our eyes, the sins that we have committed, that's where we need our focus to be in these moments on turning away from those things and turning back to God. That is the only way for us to be saved is to turn away from our sin and turn back to God. Um, NLT version says it this way. At times I might shut up the heavens so that no rain falls or command grasshoppers to devour your crops or send plagues among, among you. Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. Essentially, he gives us this action plan here. When we're faced with pestilence, when we're faced with famine and disease and all these things that he says are birthing pains, the way out is to repent and turn to him. And that's not to say that, and I feel like something that God is speaking to me is it might not be this, this physical healing of land that you're expecting but it is this, this healing of, of land that he's returning, like trying to think of the best way to verbalize this, but just know that it might not look how you expect it to look. It might not be this physical land here, but it might be your, your inheritance in heaven that he is restoring to you. And so I don't know what that looks like, but I do know that this is what he tells us to do. This is the action plan that he gives us. It's to humble ourselves and pray and seek his face and turn away from our wicked ways. So what you need to do in this moment is to take some time and just sit with the father and ask him to reveal to you anything in your life, anything in your heart, anything in your home that is not aligning with his word. And he will reveal it to you. And then when he reveals it, those are the things that you repent of and you turn away from. They're not the things that you play with. So if he, for example, reveals to you that social media has become an idol in your life, it's not something to play with. It means that it's time for you to walk away from that or whatever it might be. The sin that you are, are living in, he wants you delivered from that. And I think of the scripture where, and again, I don't have all scripture memorized. That's just not my strong point, but that's okay. Um, where he talks about him not being slow but wanting all of us to be saved. 
And so it's not that he's moving slow, but it's for our sake. He wants all in heaven. His intention was never for any of us to be in hell. And so he is not necessarily taking his time, but he's doing everything in his right timing to give us the opportunity to turn back to him. And so that's what I I take out of this, out of Matthew 24 and out of 2 Chronicles. Um, But again, I would encourage you to open up your own Bible, whether that's on your phone or a physical Bible, um, whatever that looks like for you, and ask God to reveal to you what he wants to speak to you in this moment. Um, I also think about him not necessarily like taking away all of our troubles, but entering this time with us so that we can learn, we can grow, we can be refined by the fire. And eventually it will come to pass because that's what his word says. It says that these are things that must come to pass. So it will end. But where will you be left once it ends? And will you be ready for the next thing that comes? This is the beginning of the birth pains. So if you go back to being in labor and you get that first like contraction and then you get some time in between that contraction to hold your breath or breathe, whatever you might want to do so that you're prepared for the next contraction, that's what this is. Use this time to be prepared. So again, this is not a message that I would typically share. It's not something that goes along with my my theme or what I plan to talk about, Um, but it's a message that I feel like we all need. We all need this message. And so I hope that you'll walk away encouraged. I don't intend for anyone to walk away in fear. Um, Of course, God tells us not to live in fear. He says that he gives us a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. He does not give us the spirit of fear. And so if you're having the spirit of fear, you know where that comes from. It's not from God. He wants us to, to have some knowledge before this comes to pass. And he tells us, don't panic. That's why he's telling us beforehand so that we know that these things are coming. And so I hope that that's what this is for you, is that this is a moment for you to say, okay, I can see. My eyes are open. My ears are open. I am seeing and hearing what it is that God wants to speak to me in this moment. I'm not afraid. That is not what this message is about. It is not about being in fear. It's about knowing that God wants you. He wants all of you. He wants you to turn away from anything that is keeping you from being fully committed to him. So that's it. Um, If you need someone to talk to or you are just struggling through this time, please do not hesitate to reach out. Um, I'm available through social media. If you reach out on Instagram or reach out on Facebook, and of course you can always reach me by email. Uh, My email address is info at defeatppd.com. I would love to connect with you and of course give you any additional resources that you might need. 
um, just talk through this with you, walk through this journey with you. He loves you. And with that, I hope that you have a great rest of your day. Bye. Have you heard the news? We've started a mailing list. You should definitely join the Defeat PPD mailing list to get exclusive content that we will only be sending out to the members of our list. This is just another way for you to stay connected to me and for me to connect with you. I hope that you'll join us. You can add yourself to the list at www.defeatppd.com.